When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. By the way, we have a poll up on 98.7 ESPN, our Twitter site. Uh, who would win at pickleball? Me and Amani Toomer against Rick and Dave. And it's neck to neck right now. 150, over 150 votes in right now. And uh, Amani and I, 52%. Rick and Dave, 48%. Keep you posted throughout the show. Without further ado, Greg Wyshynski joins us, a.k.a. the Puck Daddy. Greg, how you doing on this Saturday afternoon? Can't complain, man. It's real nice in the city. It's good going to get your Christmas tree weather, I think, overall, before tomorrow's rain. So not a, not a bad day here at NYC. I, so I got my, my Christmas tree on Wednesday. Tonight I'm having a Christmas tree decorating party. Oh, nice. Very cool. Very cool indeed. Yeah, we, we're in the process of getting it today. Problem being is that I just realized, I don't know, we might have thrown away our tree, our tree stand. So I think I got to get a new one. That's always, it's always, always good to find that stuff out before you go and try to get the tree. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I would, I would say. Um, all right. Do you want to start big picture in regards to the Rangers or do, or do you want to start small picture and, uh, and preview this game first? Well, no, let's talk about the Rangers in, in total. I mean, I don't think anybody uh, out there thought they'd be this good uh, this early under new coach Peter Laviolette. I mean, obviously, uh, mm-hmm. they also managed to get through a good portion of this first quarter of the season without the injured Adam Fox. I mean, that was pretty impressive to put up the points they did without him in the lineup. And, you know, the big story for me with them, he, he got rid of the angelic hair, and all of a sudden he's playing like an MVP, Artemi Panarin. We have our new uh, NHL awards watch coming out on Monday on ESPN.com. I'm interested to see exactly how many voters uh, have Panarin in their top three for the Hart Trophy right now because I think from a point total and an impact perspective, he's been fantastic. Yeah, all right. So so let's start right there. Like, you know, it's one thing to be optimistic, as you said, like nobody expected the Rangers to be this good so quickly. So give, give us the top three reasons as to why dynamic power play, um, more attention to detail. I think they're playing with a lot more intensity. Uh, give us your, your reasons why the Rangers have been able to turn it around th- this quickly this season. The power play is a big reason for it. The other reason is that while Igor Shcherkin wasn't always at his best in the first quarter of the season, Jonathan Quick found the fountain of youth or something, and, he, and he's been absolutely great for them in the starts that he's gotten and has really helped bolster their goaltending position. But for me, you know, the, the problem with the Rangers after last year and after that, that playoff loss to the Devils was that they weren't a team built for speed. Like, they're not a fast team. But what I think Peter Laviolette has done – in a really uh, smart way, is he's gotten them to play fast. Like, if you watch the way they play now versus last year in Gerard Gallant, it's not that all of a sudden they found their legs. It's that all of a sudden they're making quicker decisions, quicker passes. They're being faster with their play. And sometimes just getting to a better tempo uh, can be just as good as, as a team, say, like New Jersey, that can just get up and down the ice. 
Again, Greg Wyshynski joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Um, you know, as, as of course the season continues, uh, they're dealing with some injuries, but they're, they're pretty tight on cap space, right? So if, if let's say, you know, they wanted to make a move, you know, what type of wiggle room do they have? Or uh, the roster that they have right now is, is what we're going to see for the remainder of the season. How do you think this is going to play out, Greg? Oh, I doubt that. I mean, the Rangers are, are famous for being <laughs> aggressive in their uh, in their additions when we get closer to the trade deadline, but no further than Patrick Kane and Vladimir Tarasenko last season. So I think when we get to that point in the year, you know, if there are some players available, players on expiring contracts that Chris Drury thinks can help this team, he won't hesitate to make a move. But we're, we're a ways away. Uh, I don't think that's necessarily anything on their radar right now, given the way things are going. But there's always room for improvement, and the Rangers have not been shy about trying to improve. So as we know, uh, they're at the top of uh, the Metro division here at, at, at 16 and 4. Uh, you know, you and I like to talk about wagering, and uh, you're looking at the, the futures bet for the Rangers to win the championship, 8-1. to one. The Bruins, plus 750. Las Vegas, 8-1 to one as well. Colorado, 8-1. to one. Dallas, who you liked last season, 10-1. to one. Hurricanes, 10-1 to one as well. If, if you were to go to the window on a futures bet right now, would you put some money on the Rangers to win the Cup? Uh, it's, it's possible they've played well enough to, to warrant it. I mean, they look very good. Uh, they're playing extraordinarily well. Their, their depth has held out, even though, they, like you said, they are dealing with a couple of injuries right now as well. Um, but, you know, I, I, I think for me, you mentioned Dallas. I think Dallas is a, still a very intriguing team. Last time I looked, they were putting a hurt on Tampa Bay today. They're a team that, that seems pretty stacked right now. And then the one that we all kind of slept on was Vegas. I, I think we all kind of came to the conclusion that they couldn't win two in a row, which is dumb because we've had two teams win two in a row in the last decade in the Penguins and the Lightning. I, I think Vegas has looked really good early on. I think they have shown that they haven't skipped a beat and that that playoff run maybe has unlocked something in the way they need to play in order to succeed. So, you know, the Golden Knights, it's going to be certainly a bloodbath in the Western Conference, given how many good teams there are. But that's a team that I think a lot of people, for whatever reason, just figured couldn't win back-to-back cups, and they've shown that they've got, they're ready for it. Who do you think has been the biggest surprise this year in, uh, in, in the NHL? Well, from a positive perspective, because <laughs> there's definitely been some negative ones, uh, I think it's, right. it's the, uh, the the Washington Capitals, to be honest with you. Like, I think Detroit has been a surprise. They they certainly got aggressive this week in, in signing Patrick Kane, and that's going to be a team that, that it just, you know, bears watching for the rest of the season as far as that team that might make the jump from the middle pack of the Atlantic into a playoff spot. But I think we all assumed the Washington Capitals were going to end up being a team that was a collection of random players uh, there to service Alex Ovechkin's record chase of Wayne Gretzky. Instead, they're in a playoff spot in the Metro. And on top of that, Ovechkin's not really even scoring all that much. And their power play, which has carried them for years, thanks to Ovi, has been one of the worst in the league in the first quarter of the season. So I think the Capitals have been really impressive so far insofar as uh, winning games and, and staying in a playoff spot and getting really good goaltending. 
Um, by the way, you could wager that the Rangers win the Metro Division minus 160 right now. Not too much juice to put down. Greg Wyshynski, Puck Daddy, uh, covers NHL for ESPN. Joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Let's talk about the game later on today. Rangers going up against Nashville. Minus 150 for the Rangers to win. The over-under here is five and a half. How would you play this? Well, I think I'd like the over. Uh, Nashville has certainly unlocked its offense recently under new head coach Andrew Brunette, who was on the Devils bench last season. If you saw them earlier this year against the uh, against the Rangers, they were a team that really seems like it's it, it's playing with a lot of tempo, much like the Rangers. They like to get up and down the ice, and they're getting some really good scoring out of out of players like Philip Forsberg, out of Brian O'Reilly. So it, this can this one could be a, 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 I think a, a a decently high-scoring affair, probably above the five and a half, um, and uh, and should be a fun one too. The, the Predators have certainly found their game a little bit with this run of home games that they've had to uh, to get back into the playoff race in the uh, Western Conference. Uh, before we let you go, let's turn our attention to some of the other hockey teams uh, that uh, that play in uh, in the tri-state area. Um, and uh, let's focus in on the Devils. Unfortunately, they lost to the Sharks last night. Anything that they can do to fix this defense, uh, possibly in a trade, what, what, what are your expectations for the Devils moving forward? Well, that's, that's the issue there. Is like Not only was it a loss of the Sharks, it was a loss of the Sharks on the same day they found out that Dougie Hamilton, their top veteran defenseman, is going to be out potentially for the rest of the regular season with a torn pectoral muscle. I mean, the, the rehab time on that injury could be anywhere from like three to five months. Uh, so it could be a situation where they don't have him for quite a long time. They're calling it definitely. We certainly don't quite have a timeline yet for his recovery. But, you know, I, I get the sense that they have not put him on long-term injured reserve yet. They're trying to accrue a little bit more cap space until they have to. But, you know, with the, with the inexperience now they have on their back end, the idea that they might have to make a move for a veteran defenseman using that injury exception cap space that Hamilton could pr- provide I think is definitely going to be on the table if they continue to struggle. And Greg, before we let you go, uh, not only the Rangers in action uh, later today, but the Islanders are as well. They're taking on the Florida Panthers, uh, Florida minus 150. The over-under in pucks is six and a half. Your thoughts on this matchup and and how do you think this this plays out? I really like the way the Panthers, you know, they had a little bit of a hiccup early on where they didn't have two of their best defensemen, Aaron Ekblad and Brandon Montour, in the lineup due to off-season surgery. They played through that, I thought, really well. The Islanders are a tough one to, to figure out, as an Islander fan knows. There are times you watch the team and they look like they're going to be on the right track, and then they lose the next game, and all of a sudden people are wondering if they're going to fire their coach. So consistency is the thing the Islanders are searching for, but certainly they have to be happy with the play of Matty Barzell lately. He's been really good offensively, and when his star shines, the Islanders are usually at their best. Greg Wyshynski joining us here on a Saturday afternoon. Greg, thank you so much. Um, hopefully you pick out the prettiest tree um, for you <laughs> and your family. And um, and happy holidays to you and yours, my friend. Really appreciate it. I'm just hoping to get one that isn't going to turn brown by like the 18th. That's my goal. So we'll see if I can hit yeah. that. <laughs> fingers, fingers crossed. Thank you, my friend. Fingers Again, crossed. Thank you. Greg Wyshynski joining us here on 90.7 ESPN does a phenomenal job covering all things hockey for ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. 
Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Um, Who would win the pickleball match? Amani Toomer and me against Rick and Dave. 53, over 200 votes now, guys, up to over 200 votes. And uh, 53% say me and Amani. How about that? Maybe this will add some extra motivation for Rick and Dave to want to, you know, if if the public is feeling that Amani and I will beat them. You know what I mean? Maybe that maybe a little extra motivation. You think? Oh, this is a lot of fire under Dave for sure. Exactly. Exactly. Exactly what I'm talking about. Um, We'll see what happens. Uh, by the way, some other news. I know we've been spending a lot of time talking college and NFL, and uh, of course we do. But the Knicks beat the Raptors last night, 119-106. to 106. Uh, So each and every Knicks game, I put together a same-game parlay for our pregame show. Um, I, I'm finding it hard, really hard to do that, a three-leg same-game parlay that hits around 300, plus 300 if not more. It's hard to do that, guys. Uh, I'm learning that. That's for sure. Uh, I did not have the Knicks winning last night against the Raptors, uh, but they're sitting at 12-7. and seven. Now, on Tuesday, their next game, they play Tuesday against the Bucks, And uh, this is part of that in-season in, in tournament. Of course, those games are played on Tuesday and Friday. Uh, the Knicks, as we know, they've won eight of their last 11. The Bucks have won eight of their last nine. Uh, finally gelling with, of course, um, Lillard and um, Giannis coming together. That's for sure. Uh, here are the odds for that in-game tournament. The Boston Celtics are favored to win 3-1. Three, three the Bucks at plus 340. The Lakers at plus 550. Then the Kings, the Suns, the Pelicans, the Pacers. And the Knicks at 14-1. to one. Gentlemen, I'm going to ask you. Any shot? Are you giving the Knicks any shot to win this in-season tournament? Why not? Because it seems like Tibbs is the only person that really cares at this point of the year anyway. (laughs) 
Um, it is allowing teams like the Celtics, like the Lakers, to actually want to play their stars at this point in the year and not really just go until on like autopilot until Christmas. But my biggest thing is for the Knicks, what color is the banner going to be if they win? For the Lakers, is LeBron going to use this in the GOAT debate against Jordan? And for the Celtics, do you now put this as a, another championship over the Lakers just so you can win that debate? I'm still lost on that end of the spectrum with this. What, what, did, did you just so the GOAT debate with the in-season tournament? LeBron just came out yesterday and said, hey, if, if so Bronny, and, and, and thank God, right, uh, he's been cleared by the medical staff at USC that he can continue with, uh, with his basketball career. LeBron has already said uh, his first game at USC, I'm, 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 if, if it's a, a night that we have a game, I'm out. He's already, did you hear this? He yeah, already he told the Lakers. Be. He should be. I'm just saying. This kid. Like, I think, I'm, I'm, that's not what I'm saying. I, I, I understand that. And, and I understand that he wants to be there and, and all power to him. I get it. I'm not, I'm not judging him for that. I'm just, I'm just pointing out that I, I don't, he, he's on to other things. He's on to family. Like, I, I don't think, I don't think his, um, I think I think LeBron feels that he has done enough in his career that I don't think I don't think he I don't think he he loses sleep over the uh, greatest of all time the goat debate anymore. I don't think that matters to him. You're def- somebody's definitely going to bring it up. If the Lakers do win one of these things with LeBron, they're going to bring it up that the in season turn if this actually has legs because uh, and I dog on this in-season tournament a lot, but that's just because I think it's half-assed. I don't think it's actually a full product yet, and maybe I'll like it when there's a little bit more tweaks to it, but... Let me, let me, ask, you, let me ask you this, because somebody, somebody brought this up with me the other, the other night, and I thought this was a good idea. What if whoever wins the in-season tournament is guaranteed a top-10 draft pick? I don't know if you could go draft pick. I would I would like more of a incentive for the playoffs. Like they can't drop less than like the play in game. But even that, I don't know how you could swing it. I would but I would aid more towards playoffs rather than draft compensation. Because I and I understand what you're trying to do with the draft pick. It's trying to de incentivize tanking, but if you are guaranteed a playoff spot after winning the in-season tournament, I think we accomplished the same goal. I, 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 think, I think guaranteeing a top 10 draft pick to whoever wins. And, and, let, and let me say this. And like, can you trade that pick I, I, too? I feel, like that messes up a, a whole bunch of trades. Like if you're trying to trade for a disgruntled superstar, can you trade a in-season tournament you should be able to do whatever pick. you want with your you should be able to do whatever you want with your with your draft pick you should be able to do whatever you want with it but i i and and, and let me preface by saying uh, teams and players took this in-season tournament a lot more serious than i anticipated them to take it um and and i don't know why i doubted that because i had somebody who's very close with the nba front office say that this in-season tournament is to them, one of the most important things uh, that they have going on in, in the last decade, if not two. Like, 
the, this is this is uber uber important to the NBA. And if players know that, and the players' association knows that, then should have expected them to embrace it like they have. Uh, again, I, I just I, I think there needs to be more incentive here that that I'm more intrigued to get the fans more more geeked up over this. But regardless. Knicks are doing well. I did not anticipate them to beat the Raptors last night. They did their next game against the Bucks on Tuesday, part of that in-season tournament. And right now you could wager that the Knicks do win the in-season tournament at 14-1. to 1. Not bad odds. Why not? Throw $5 down on it. Uh, buy yourself a coffee at the end of the whole thing. Also, Severino agrees to a one-year $13 million deal with the Mets. Uh, he turns 30 in February. Of course, uh, he's been dealing with some injuries at one point in time, and he was sporting an 11.50, 11.50 ERA, dealing with oblique injuries this past season, but joins a, a rotation that arguably could be top five in Major League Baseball next season. There's no denying that. There's also reports that the Mets are also going to go after Jordan Montgomery, possibly Blake Snell, maybe Eduardo Rodriguez. So they're not allegedly done with Severino, but where's Otani? Apparently, reports are the Mets are out of the chase for Otani, who's definitely going to get anywhere between uh, 450 possibly five, maybe over $500 million. So we'll see what happens there. But, you know, I don't, like, based on, on you know, what Yankee fans saw from Severino last year, like, I don't, I don't, I haven't heard an out, like, an outlash, like, Yankee fans, like, all up in, in you know, a tizzle because uh, Severino just, you know, goes to the opposite side of town. Have you? I mean, you guys, you guys produce shows here more than I'm on the radio here. Have you heard any fallback from Yankee fans on this Severino going to the Mets? I think, if anything, it's more of a surprise of, that the Mets actually signed him to a, kind of a big deal for a one-year deal, about $13 million for a guy that essentially admitted he was having, like, the worst stretch of his career last year. By the way, I like the way I like the way you use that word tizzle. Never thought of that before. Tizzle. I like that. Tizzy. Word. I meant to say tizzy. No, tizzle works better. Tizzle? No, you like tizzle? Tizzle. I can roll with tizzle. It, it's it's probably a Marxism. Faux shizzle. I love banging. All right. I do, I do. I'm 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 a banger when it comes to the pickleball court. I am proud that That's I'm a right. banger. I am proud that I am a banger, you pickleballers out there. 800-919-3776. Uh, with you until 4 o'clock, heading into your Rangers pregame show right here on 98.7 ESPN. You'll be able to listen to the Rangers as well. We're about 30 minutes away from Alabama, Georgia. That's going to be a good one. Uh, I'm going to be getting ready to host my uh, my Christmas decorating, ornament decorating party uh, tonight. So, might be. by the way, Harvey might be a little hungover tomorrow morning. When we kick off Fantasy Forecast oh, at 7 a.m. That's going to be a fun show then. I can't wait for this. But, uh, but uh, you know me. I always show up. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. The, the music selection today, gentlemen, I, 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 don't know, I don't know what to make of it. What is it, what is it now? What's wrong with this now? I, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know. You don't I like don't, the Black Eyed Peas? I don't know. Is this, your, is this your own personal... Music selection? I don't know. Is you know it? what? You know what I'm gonna do. You know you can come clean. You can come clean. I'm, is, okay, Nobody, I'm come this clean. is a safe space. Nobody's I'm a, judging you. I'm gonna come clean right now. You ready? I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need these hosts, whoever these hosts are, to send the producers a list 
of what songs they want to be played coming Done. out of the breaks. Done. I don't want to hear, oh, I'm not feeling this one. I don't like done. this one. This one's got this done. and that. I want it done. Done. Um, by the way, uh, let's get you up to speed. I got two minutes left in the show. Um, who would win at Pickleball? Anita and Amani or Rick and Dave? 50, oh, almost 300 votes. 56% say uh, me and Amani. So uh, Rick and Dave, if you're listening, uh, game on, dudes. Let's go, suckers. Let's go. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. Also, how about this, guys? Uh, <laughs> hey, Hoboken. Tonight, Tommy Cutlet will be hosting a party at the Wicked Wolf in Hoboken starting at 9 o'clock. Uh, this is on Twitter right now. Hoboken is encouraging anyone who plans to come to the festivities to get there early to beat traffic. <laughs> I can't. Do you think do you think that there'd be a tweet out there if Danny Dimes was making an appearance anywhere? Hell no. There Hoboken is giving out a warning. Jimmy Tommy Cutlets is going to be in Hoboken tonight at the Wicked Wolf. So, uh so if you plan on uh <laughs> hey, swing by my house for my tree decorating party. No, I'm kidding. Don't do that. Um <laughs> Hoboken's going to be happening tonight, folks. Oh my gosh. How, over under, guys, how many people you think are going to be there? I'm going to say 90. Oh, I, over that. Over. 100. I say, I say, I say, I, I, I say at least 300 people show up. Saturday oh, night? I think way Saturday more. night think in way Hoboken? More. You'll Giant, be there. 500? 500? Giant you'll, fans, at least 1,000. At least. You'll be there. I bet you you'll be there. No, I'm hosting a tree decorating party. I'm not going to be there. If if Tommy Cutlets wants to pop by and drop off some 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 chicken cutlets for us and make my bed, happy happy to have him join us. There you go. Uh, again, Georgia first half minus two and a half. Take that to the bank. Also, Louisville on the money line. They beat FSU. Everybody, thanks for tuning in. Big shout out to Harvey and Joe, our producers. Back tomorrow morning, seven a.m. bright and early, right here on ninety eight point seven ESPN.